Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Um, this is uh, end of year. This will be our last podcast for the year before we go for the holidays. First, I want to say happy holidays to everybody. Happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Yemi's here as a ghost, filling in for um, Mr. Zaza. Yemi, how you doing, sir? How you doing, guys? Today, my name is Yemi, and I'm having a good day. Having a good day so far. Okay. Um, today will be an interesting one. Because we're taking holidays. Everybody, you know, like all you guys, most people are taking holidays, taking a break from their jobs. So we take us a, a short a week and a half, maybe two week break, you know, for the holidays, people will refresh. And it's a perfect time because we'll be doing a end of year awards, looking at football team and manager of the year and decade, since this is the end of a decade, player and manager of the year, most improved team of the year. We'll also talk about the EPL, of course. Uh, I mean, there's no need for a title race. We just briefly talk about Liverpool and Leicester. The annihilation, if I want to call that. That was a dismantling of Leicester at home. <laughs> Touch the top four race. Then we'll do a quick roundup of uh, the top top three other European leagues, La Liga, Syria, and just run through Bundesliga real quick. We'll start with the Liverpool-Leicester game. Man, that was a dismantling. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, coming into this game, that was the one game I thought in my head, like, oh, there's any game Liverpool are going to drop points. I thought it was going to be this game. Like, oh, they're going to drop points at the very least and even possibly lose. Uh-huh. But that, due, was, if, dism- that was a dismantling. Would it be due to their just fatigue of them just... That's what I was thinking in my head. Playing those long, long... Extra time against what team did they play? Uh, uh, Flamingo. Flamingo. In the World Cup club. So I was thinking, okay, they're playing extra time. Uh-huh. They're flying from Qatar. They'll and be they fatigued. come straight, straight into and they, I game. think they landed maybe on Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe Wednesday morning, Christmas day. Like, oh, they'll be tired. Let's start to have all week to prepare for them. I was absolutely shocked. The <laughs> way that game went. I mean, I was absolutely shocked. They were dismantled by Liverpool. Liverpool just made it look easy. Like Liverpool went for the juggler from like the beginning. First they scored one goal, Leicester kind of came into the game, but I don't remember Leicester even like having any clear chance. It was it was it was almost like men against boys. It was like Liverpool reminding Leicester like there's no title challenge. Let's just let's just let's just forget it. This this is not a title challenge. Like, you know your place pretty much. That, that, <laughs> that's how it felt. It felt like Liverpool just reminding Leicester City just know your place. We are on a different level to you. Guys, you guys. be humble. Be Sit humble. down, be humble. <laughs> so, it's now a 13-point lead. I mean, there's no time to waste now. At this point, like, um, like Salas Ferguson used to say, the champagne is on ice. Champagne is on ice. Okay. Already. That, that's where, I think that's where we are. It's December. There's 19 more games to go. Anything can happen mathematically, but uh-huh. I like to be a realistic human being. I stop saying mathematically. This <laughs> champagne is already on ice at this point. This feels like this this isn't master running away with it. Yeah. It's pretty much that that's how it feels like already. If it it looks like it's the the point difference is actually going to be more than less. That's how it looks like. Man, the way they are moving. Man, like because with the way I'm seeing it, it's like first is first. Correct. And there's a fight for second, third, fourth. Correct. That's and how there's it is a now. fight for third, fourth, fifth. <laughs> and there's a fight for top ten. Top ten. Literally. I mean literally, man, this there and then it's I'm looking at Liverpool and I'm like, even with one or two, one or two, one or two injuries, they are like in so much in a row right now. Like these bounces, we were hoping that this bounce will actually stop. 
last week or last two weeks or last three weeks. You know, but <laughs> we have to give props to Klopsha. I mean, he has coached the mess out of these guys. I agree. He has, even, even when they lost this guy, Van Dijk, they still played well and won. Even when they lost Firmino for a bit, they played and won. Correct. And in my heart, I was like, man, lose Van Dijk and this team is crap. No, they're not. They, he has found ways to win. Yeah. And that is kudos to him and the players. Kudos, number one, to his amazing coaching yeah. style. And the ability to actually manage these players and get the best out of them, even when they are tired. You can't be flying back from Qatar. Me, that I don't play ball that much. If I'm flying back from this Cali and I'm coming straight down to Houston, man, I'm tired. I don't want you. can't talk to me for the next two days because I'll be a bit down tired. These guys come in and come and put a spanking on Leicester City. That is the team that everybody's saying that probably can actually give them a little bit of a run for them. Yeah. Come on, so. there's no run for any money. Liverpool got this thing on lock, man. Yeah, kudos, kudos to Cup for sure. Uh, top four race now. So right now, Leicester is on 39 points. Uh-huh. Man City, if they give me hand, if they win tomorrow, Man City go second. Uh-huh. Man City's on 38. Uh-huh. Chelsea's on 32. Uh-huh. Uh, Tottenham is 29. Sheffield is 29. Manchester United is 28. Uh-huh. So if you look at the top four race, it's almost like a Yes, it's like you said, it's a top four race, which is Leicester, Man City, Chelsea, mm-hmm. Tottenham, in a way. Mm-hmm. Then there's like a top <laughs> ten, six race. <laughs> top six. Because between fifth, Tottenham at 29 points, and 13th, seven points. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean... I don't think I've ever seen a league table like this in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> this late in the season. That's, that's, that's crazy. Remember when we were having this conversation in my house? Before the season started. Yeah. And, and, and then like we were talking about top four. Nobody mentioned Leicester. Not one person. Correct. That's true. Nobody even mentioned Sheffield United. That is absolutely How true. is Sheffield United higher than Manchester United, higher than Wolverhampton, higher than trying Arsenal. to get in, higher than Arsenal? And there are how many points behind sports? They're on the same points. They're on sports. How? Man, it's going to be... I mean, it's, I'm liking this season already because, because, listen, we are seeing surprises left, right, and center. That is correct. This is one of the reasons why this league is the best league for me because nothing is predictable. And that's why this, I am not yet completely there saying that Liverpool will win the league yet. I, I am 95% there, which is an A+. plus. <laughs> No, but there's this five percent in me that is just hoping, that is just hoping that this this thing will actually turn to a fight. I don't want Liverpool to win by January, no, because then now the league just turns to beans. Now they say everybody's now trying to fight for second, third, fourth, fifth. But like, yeah, we the way we're seeing it, Liverpool, man, I think they're good to go. Yo, that's the so for the top four uh, race. Uh, talking about predictions, let's. Quickly preview uh, Arsenal, Arsenal Chelsea game, okay. and maybe if you have time, quickly talk about Arsenal because Arsenal have back to back game mm-hmm. at home against Chelsea and against Manchester United. Uh, Arsenal Chelsea, what's your thoughts about Chelsea? Chelsea look like they've hit a slump, in my opinion. 
a major slump in the last couple of games. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of predicted that earlier in the podcast, uh, me, I think Zaza and a couple of people, we talked about this uh, weeks ago, that as good as they are, they're a young team, they're going to hit the slump. Probably, Definitely. Probably yes. December. Definitely. And literally, come December, that's exactly what's happened. Whether the, the young kids will be tired, about the young kids, they not played this level of intensity before, mm-hmm. uh, the core of the players, so they've kind of hit a creative slump now. I wouldn't say they've hit a creative slump. I would just say that they're just inconsistent. You get that with young players wherever you go. And they have... But for me, I don't think they have enough listen, experienced players to actually help, help them with the, with the younger ones yeah. coming up. Are you looking at uh, Kante? Very experienced as one. Almost all trophies he's played in. Yeah. But he's that type of leader that, that actually galvanizes the guys and just say, hey, man, listen, watch me, how I do it. This is how you train. This is how you do stuff. I don't see him as that kind of guy. I just see him as a guy that just minds his business, comes, laughs, but when he gets on the field, he's a warrior. He's like Westbrook to me, a guy that gives it 100% throughout. No chill. No, but after the thing is over, after the game is over, he packs his things and he goes home. So this, I don't think they have, uh, I don't think they have enough experience. Okay. Experience and then leadership, in the right places. Because listen, the ones that are right up there, we need experience. They're old. Williams, yeah. Pedro, and and I know that by next season we may not even see half of those the senior guys. Correct. Like this, yeah. There anymore. So now listen, the team is going through a transition, but I give this and kudos to Lampard, for at least getting a tune. Out of this team, correct. A okay. bunch of young players, inconsistencies, or policy for season. He's 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 a hit and miss now. Yeah. Nobody's saying he will need time. Uh, what's their number ten? Missing Mount. Missing Mount. Hit and miss. He will need time. Is that he's a good player. well, but yeah, he's yeah, he's a good player. They have they have those young boys that are striking. Undoy, Undoy, yeah, and Anderson, Abraham, young players, but need time. So listen. For uh, just for the fact that they are they are like within top four shelf, we have to give kudos to Lampard. Correct. Now, now listen, coming down to, and and then also with no transfer window. Yeah. So listen, we have to also think about that. January, who is Lampard trying to? Now that their their yeah. ban is lifted. Now that their ban is lifted. They were linked to Sancho. I don't know if it's going to happen, but they were yeah. they, are, they were strongly to Sancho. Uh just hopefully not, but. <laughs> I mean, like this, we don't know. We would go for another young player, or probably we didn't need, we didn't need some more listen, experience. I think you need more experience. Because experience at the back. Because, Correct. Because listen, they're that. licking goals a little bit. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, they, they're licking, they are licking goals. goals. They're licking yeah. goals. And then their midfield is, <clears throat> it's like their central midfield, they've still not found, found that go to plan. Is it Kante and Kovacic? Is it Kante and Jorginho? So this, all those things. Also, now this, let us go to this. Arsenal. A new coach bounce. Ateta seems like a guy that knows his game. We don't know what we are going to get from Arsenal. Yeah. A transfer window. We need this January transfer window. So listen, I think it's going to be... It will be a cagey match. In the best of abilities. Because I don't think... I think both of these teams will, will, they, they will be wary of one another. Correct. So listen, it will be a cagey match. I don't see them going gung ho. Yeah. Playing because both teams don't want to lose. Nobody wants to lose. Yeah, the games are important. Both teams Arsenal both need to win. Chelsea really does. I think listen, Arsenal needs to win more than Chelsea. More than Chelsea. So yeah. 
Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I think um, Arsenal Chelsea is going to be very cagey. I see. I probably see a, a draw, or maybe a slight um, Chelsea win away, just because it looks like you pick Lampard, Chelsea away. I think they can win away. I think Lampard can set up pragmatically to okay. hurt them, just like what he did against Spurs, like the three-four-three that he plays. I think he can't set up like that to hurt them. But it's one of those games that is so cagey that it almost feels like if anybody that scores first, he plays into the other team's hand. I hope Ateta sorts out that Arsenal's is a defense though, because their defense is yeah is a little bit all over the place. They need to buy sort yeah. that defense out. Uh, jump into Europe now. Uh, La Liga, a classical. That was probably the most boring or classical they won last wow. week. I've watched a long time. What, what I don't know where to start from. I, it's just like uh, some players were just off, or maybe or maybe because they are just tired legs. And yeah. then if you look at all these players, they've been playing so many minutes. Yeah, that's true. They've been playing, playing, playing year in, year out, year in, year out. They are really not that much fresh legs in the team. These are just, just old, oldies and cargos playing. So this, I really cannot say much about this, like, off and on, back I tried, but, yeah. but, but like, in a decent final thought, Messi's individual brilliance couldn't bail them out. Correct. And this is one of the times when listen, individual brilliance cannot listen, bail you out all the time. All the time, yeah. If you don't have an effective system that works, you need that effective system to be the foundation. And then this individual brilliance now takes you a notch ahead. Yeah. And then with the individual, even for both teams, it wasn't really... Atletico Madrid, you know how, you know how they were set up. So this, it was like, you Real beat Madrid, down you the door. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real Madrid, sorry. Yeah. I think, I, think I, was, I was impressed with Valverde, Real Madrid midfielder. Mm-hmm. The young kid that plays alongside Casemiro, he was he he's on the up. Yeah. He's on the up. He really he's, on, he's, he's on the up. And then this is Zidane has Zidane has given him given him encouragement. Yeah. I heard that because of that. That's why they don't want to sign Pogba. And then, well, in January, I don't know if that's if that's true. But <clears> I think I think that it was, was a good game. Uh, <laughs> Barca uh, are on top now. I know just rounding that up. They're on top of two points because they mm-hmm. won their following game mm-hmm. while. Um, yeah, drop, drop points. Atletico Madrid kind of seem to be finding their way now. Jao Felix, Morata. I heard that. I heard most they're trying to get, um, what's his name from PSG? Cavani from PSG. Cavani, yeah, yeah, These yeah. These are the rumors now that it's almost done. Uh, they're, they're I think the deal way. is done. I think the deal is done. Cavani is probably, I, I think this Cavani has to go there. Because now, because Mbappe and Neymar, they are forming some kind of clique right now in this in PSG. And they are actually playing off one another. Enjoying the game. So listen, if Cavani comes now, who like who will we sit down? Who? I think Diego Costa is, in, is injured or is suspended. I can't remember what is wrong with him. Uh, I think Diego injured. Costa is battling this injury. Injury. So okay. He's not really that. So it's Morata is that top. And player. then and then listen, there's this guy Lamar. Thomas Lamar. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Lamar. He hasn't been playing much. So now listen, they're trying to see this if they can actually move him on. So listen, it's it's still a wait and see for this Atletico this January. Yeah. You don't know who is coming in. You don't know who is going out. So, it just looks like normal service, straight, straight fight between Barca and Real. So let's really talk about Syria, Syria uh, Inter, Juve. Inter <coughs> is on top before the mm-hmm. break. Juve lost their last game. Inter won. And then like, it's so, it's so, this, it's so this funny now that, now that just because of that loss and then the fact that Ronaldo may not be as happy, they're actually thinking of bringing a Paul Chetino to, to, I saw it in somewhere. Bleach report that they are trying to that they are actually actively looking at this porch, and I'm like, 
Sari has been doing well so far. It's just that the guy is just so crazy. You don't know if he's mad at Ronaldo today, and then you come down to the press. I said, no, 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 Ronaldo. He's a stubborn tactician, and then it's his way. It's his way all, all, all. Oh, the his way all like the highway. He's a guy that system comes first. Yeah, players you fit into the system. So I just you can be Ronaldo. I might give you some few leeway, but system comes first. So listen, to me, see, I feel like listen, Inter has probably the best chance of trying to make this in a competition, a competition for Juve. Yeah. No, but Juve is miles ahead of everybody yeah. else in that league. I think Inter can actually win the league, especially when Champions League starts. I think they can. I don't know if they will. I think they can. I don't think they can. The only reason why I don't think they can is they don't have enough experience in that team. They don't have enough experience. They don't have enough know-how. Juve just know how to win. Because almost everybody in that team, including okay. their bench players, knows what it feels like to win, True. knows how to get the job done. They've, We're they've, talking about this in Chelsea. Bunch of young players that have never been there before, that have never dined with the big boys yep. in the top leagues. Juve, you have all these guys. You, you either have World Cup winners there that mm-hmm. have won the league in different leagues. So, yes, I think that it will be... I don't see anybody coming close. And then plus, and then plus Juve has Ronaldo. If everything goes dire, Ronaldo to the rescue. Yeah, so. that, that's true. Every time. Uh, that, we just wrap up with La- Bundesliga. Bundesliga is probably the most interesting league right now. <laughs> yeah. Literally, we have the top, the top five teams are separated by seven points. So Leipzig is on top with 37 points. Mucho Gladbach is behind, two points behind on 35. Bayern is four points behind on 33. Dortmund is, behind, is seven points behind on 30. So is, it's a... Isn't it not weird that you're looking at the league probably in December and then you're seeing Bayern third? It's, it's weird. This is the first, like one of the first time in a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I think last year, this time last year, they were like second or so, but eventually won the league. But this is the first year where you genuinely see that that Bayern might not win the league this year. I genuinely think they might not uh, win the league No, I think they're winning. I think they just have way too much for them to lose. I... There's something with guys that actually win steady all the years. Yeah. They know when to chill and they know just when to just, just kick it on. And yes. then because they have the quality. Machine Gladbach, really. They've been in and around this, a top four yeah. for that league, but they are nowhere close in terms of quality. And in terms of quality, yeah. compared to all these top teams like, like Bayern and Dortmund, I the only thing I, I can say that, the only thing that might derail Bayern a little might be their change of coach. And they, they still have only their assistant coach, you know, mm-hmm. still haven't found mm-hmm. a permanent one. I honestly think uh, Leipzig can win the league this year with Nagelsmann. They have a very good team. If they don't get injuries, they mm-hmm. don't have yeah. that much depth. If they don't get injuries, they have a very, very good forward line with, um, with um, Mark, um, Tim, what's his name again? Tim, Tim Owena and the African guy that's there, Unkuku. Mm-hmm. They, have a, they have a very good side. The way they play football, man is a, is a brilliant tactician. He also can be pragmatic when he needs to be. So uh, he's one of those guys that he, you see lately now, man. Just you see some coaches nowadays. The new coaches that are coming now, they are like the guys that have tactics, ideology first. Yeah. Because of now, this base that 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 ideology is like the base, and they now bring the individual brilliance. We are seeing much of that right now. Yeah. In the game, we're like all these young young guys that have a way that they want to play. Bit, bit, so listen, uh, like the Leipzig coach now, young guy, but that guy. 
knows his football. Mm-hmm. He really knows his football. He does. He does. But again, I still think they have a huge mountain to climb for them to overtake Bayern. Bayern, Bayern just have way too, way too much in their bench players. Their bench players probably walk into this Leipzig thing. They, they so, have quality. That's yeah, they have. I agree. Now, this is Dortmund now that I don't understand. Can they fix their defensive problems? Yeah, I think this is the thing that's wrong with Dortmund. The thing that's wrong with Dortmund is because they have this way of playing, attacking. Attack, 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 attack. They tend to lead goals. And with this in Hormuz there, Hormuz has been trying, but... I think it's the mentality of the manager, Lucien Favre. He's a attack, gung-ho, without finding solutions defensively. And I think they should... I personally think, instead of getting Hormuz, they should have bought in the summer he should have just bought an experience. Not somebody that is, almost in my opinion, is past it at the highest level. Mm-hmm. He should have just bought an experienced defender at his peak. Like who? He should have paid, paid top dollar for somebody. To, like, they like should have spent money and just got, gone and got like Kulibali. Pay like 100 million. No, but top don't have that much money. Yeah, I mean, I guess okay. so. I mean, it, you get what you, what you pay for. No, but listen, they'll make, I think, I think Dortmund is good enough to make second. I, so I still think that all like all like all these things will change. I know, I know, I know. At the end of the season, Bayern Munich will be first. Dortmund between Dortmund and Leipzig, second and third. But, okay, but let's wait and see, shall? Uh, we'll take a quick break, come back, and we we'll do our end of year awards. Back on our break, uh, we're doing our end of year awards. Let's start with uh, football team. Who's your football team of the and decade? Manager of the decade? Yeah. My football team of the decade has to be Real Madrid. Okay. Four Champions Leagues, I think, in the decade. That's from 2010 to 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to just give it to them. Uh, they've dominated. They've won. They won the treble, Champions League wise. I mean, you. I mean, what can you say? It has never sure. been done. That's true. So you got to give it to them. Four, like, like four champions. Everybody else has won two. I think there's a Baka is second with two. I think. Yes, Correct. I, th- yes. I think Baka is second with two. So, so this I got to give it to, got to give it to Real Madrid. Uh, manager of the decade. I'm torn between Zidane mm-hmm. because he was their coach. And I have three coaches in mind. Zidane, Pep, and Klopp. Okay. But I can If I'm going to pick one, I'll, I'll just pick Zidane because three Champions League in a row. Okay. One league, one league title in a, in a league that has just, well, it's pretty much hard to beat Messi. I think Messi is the best thing that's happened besides slice bread. So, yeah. Okay, that's the bottom of the decade. Uh, I was going to go to I was good. so for me it's between the Real Madrid. I was, it's between Real Madrid and Barcelona because Barcelona won what in twenty eleven and twenty fifteen. The reason why I put in Barcelona there is just because of like the years that Barcelona won the Champions League. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they looked miles, miles, miles ahead, ahead of everybody, everybody else. When they played games, they made a lot of very good teams look stupid. That's ordinary. How ordinary. Just like the way they beat the mess out of Juventus yeah. in the second half. The way they play, they, they make you. Yeah. If, if they make you feel like you cannot touch them, that's how 
that particular <coughs> side True. of 11 and True. 15, 11 side and the 15 side, especially the 11 side. True. Um, but yeah, I, I, I won't, the uh, real Majesty is a good shout for sure. Absolutely. For manager of the decade, I, I would say, like you said, yes, Zidane was successful in that bunch, that three uh-huh. years with three Champions League, but I won't like, but Pep, I think it's Pep for me because from, he's literally won a trophy or multiple trophies everywhere he's coached apart from this first year in Man City. And so then plus, like, and then plus with Pep, you, you can see a lot of managers actually modeling their game around around some of the ideas of Pep. Bless you. Around some of the ideas that Pep has brought into the game. Like he, I think Pep as I think in our generation, probably Pep is probably the best coach. In our, like, that's, and, that's, and that's after the generation of like, after generation of Wenger, so Feggy, Ancelotti. I, keep, I take those ones in another generation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mourinho sure. too to an extent because he messed with them. Mourinho's like in, in, Mourinho in both like, generations. He's like both and and then also Pep too is actually in both generations. But like this within Pep's time, I would say Pep within his time. If I'm putting Mourinho and Pep in the same league, I'll still pick Pep as a better manager. Okay. I, and and then and then a guy that has actually this influenced the game. Where like this a lot of this the coaches and a lot of teams try to try to steal from him and try to build their own their own philosophy. So okay. yeah. Okay. Um player player of the year. Who's your player of the year? My I'm player manager, of the year of this year. My player of the year is Messi. Okay. My manager of the year is Klopp. Yeah. Those are easy, I think. I think Mane gets a good shout. Mane gets I think, I think a good Messi shout. for sure. Just because of mm-hmm. them. I'm Messi is just Messi. And just because I feel like he's individually just bailing out Barcelona time after time after time, the system in Barcelona communication there is, mm-hmm. is is really off. And then and then and then he's a guy that actually has scored different, and his goals are always timing. His assist and goals are. I mean, it's one thing you get to know you get to know about great 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 guys that play the game. It's like it's like their contributions are always very timely. Yeah. They know when to score the right goal at the right time. They know when to give the right assist. They know when to dribble at the right time to galvanize the team. Like there are some guys that they, Messi is like that guy that that they will score a goal that 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 they will score a goal that can lead to a draw, mm-hmm. and then and then listen, somebody else will just score the winner, or probably listen, Messi is that guy that will score the goal that will lead to a draw, okay. and then from that draw, create one nice assist or probably one bad decision free kick and then like you win the game so that's why for me player of the year so far has to be Messi and he's one of the top three highest goal scorers in Europe okay. I think top three or yeah, top is, between top three. so I mean I give it to him yeah okay. uh, most improved team of the year what's your choice around Europe or this in each league it's just, it's around, around Europe. in each just, if I go with this English just league, choose around Europe just choose. I, I can't choose around Europe because it will be difficult English league, I'm giving it to Leicester City. Okay. Uh, German league, I'm giving it to Mushan, Mushan Gladbach. Okay. Spanish league, for very funny reason, I give it to Valerio. Mm. Okay. I give it to Valerio for Spanish league, and for France league, I give it to Lille. Okay. So yeah, I've seen a couple of interesting ones uh, for our footy mailbag um, mm-hmm. session. A lot of people chose Leicester. Arundham chose Leicester City. Joe Ray. Tunde, Faro, 
um, some of the entries we got. Shout out to David. Sheffield Wednesday to this yes. season, like Sheffield United. Sheffield United, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sunday chose Leicester. Um, Tate Chidondra shows Leicester City. And some of the interesting ones I saw: Mohamed Hussein, um, friend of the show, Sevilla for most improved team. Kido mm-hmm. Nkogwe chose Valencia. Mm-hmm. They're, most improved. They're doing well. They're doing um, very well. Bimi Adiremi chose Inter, Inter Milan. Uh, some of the Dario they chose Atlanta. I think those are very, very good shouts. Um, Atalanta? My, yeah. Atalanta in Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not bad, not bad. I, I, They've I, been doing well. My choice yeah. was Leipzig. Uh, I'm just very impressed with the play. Mm-hmm. I saw them in Champions League, how mature the, the, the match control that they have and that the way they can switch you from attacking to like pragmatic football. True. So that, that was my own choice. True. Who's your most disappointed team of the day, of, of the year? One or five. <laughs> That's one. Manchester United. Most okay, my most just... disappointing teams are two teams. Okay. No, actually a couple of teams. Manchester United, Arsenal. If I go to Germany, my most disappointing team is Dortmund. Okay. If I go to Spain, my most disappointing team, for a very funny reason, is Baka. Okay. I feel like they should be doing way more than what they're doing. So yeah, for I mean that's for the most part. Okay. For, yeah. So the, I'm in between amongst those. The entries we got, most of the entries we got were between Manchester United and Arsenal. Obviously, I guess it was because it was a, a dominated EPL fan. One of the ones I got from Mohamed Hussein was AC Milan. Yeah. Those ones just keep sliding down. Biggest one was Napoli. That was a good shout. Napoli. With all their talent and how well they looked last year, can they, I mean, that's part of the reason Ancelotti was fired, apart from falling out, to be honest. Napoli has, yeah, has been disappointed. Napoli, yes, 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 Napoli. We got an entry for Spurs, yeah, Spurs has been, they've been kind of disappointing too. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, I mean, not disappointing as well. It's been an interesting um, end of year awards. Uh, it looks like we've come to the end of the show for the year. Uh, random me? question, random question. And this goes to everybody on here. Ayo. Pick your Manchester United team of the decade. <laughs> right now. Manchester United team of the decade. Yeah, from 2010 to 2019. Uh, for sure, David. David, yeah. Um, Valencia is my right back. Valencia uh, right back? Yeah, Valencia right back. Uh, okay, left back. And I'm going to ask you a, a question too, since you asked me that. Because this is not, the, this not the Manchester question. United... It can't be the same uh, question. Driven podcast. So okay. ask me first. Yeah. Question. It can't be the same question. So David right, right um, defender. Sorry. David keeper. Right back Valencia. Center back. Ooh. Center back still has to be Vidic. I think what Vidic gave us those two years is better than what everything else we've gotten so far. <laughs> in my opinion. Those three years of Vidic. From 20, no, I've been honest. Vidic, Vidic 2010 to 2013 is still better than everything we've had, in my wow. personal opinion. Um, Smallings. Gets in there. I mean, he has been the one that stayed out through. Um, left back, I, I think Evra. Evra's those three years better than every left back we've had. Man. For sure. Uh, midfield, Carrick gets into the midfield. Yep. Um, Pogba gets into the midfield. Um, Pogba. Carrick, Pogba, maybe Fletcher. I don't know. Fletcher was kind of on, on the decline then. Carrick, Pogba. I, I I'll put, I, I'm going to put um, Park there, Jason Park. Park was still very, very relevant during that period. If I remember, I think he still played from 11 to 2013. I don't know if he, if he left. Um, my the three, my four three would be Rashford. Wait, let me think of that very well. 
Nani plays on the right for sure. Um, striker. Actually, no. Rashford doesn't get into my team. Nani plays on the right. <laughs> Nani plays on the right. Rooney, Rooney down the center. Um, Marshall on the left. That's my team. So in the midfield, if Park is not there, if you guys can confirm, if Park wasn't there by the from twenty, he was he there? Twenty thirteen, twenty thirteen. Okay. Twenty twelve. Yeah, those two years of Park in that midfield. I mean, I'll take Park over. Maybe I'll put Scholes, but I think Scholes was kind of already on decline then. To twenty thirteen, twenty thirteen, it was kind of already on decline. So, so maybe I'll just I'll put Scholes, Pogba, Carrick. That's my midfield three. A question for me. So give me quickly your Premiership team of the decade. And you have to be quick. Premiership team of, of the time. decade, Man City. No, no, no. Sorry, let me repeat that. Give you a Premiership combined 11 of the decade. Wow. <laughs> Quick fire. <laughs> Quick fire. De Gea, goalkeeper. Okay. Right back will be Walker. Man City. Okay. Walker. Left back. I'll get back to that. Center back. Okay. Company. Okay. And... <sighs> Company and Van Dyke. Okay. That's fine. Defensive midfield, Kante. Oh, Kante, De Bruyne, and Fernandino. Okay. Attack, Harry Kane, Aguero, and Sterling. Mm. Okay. Mm. That's, that's, that's fair enough. We've got to the end of the show. <laughs> Special <laughs> shout. Left back, yeah. Who's your left back? No. Ah, that's hard. But for me, I'll put... Maybe Danny Rose. Nah. For me, I'll put Azipuleta. Azipuleta played right back. He, he plays left. Like, I think he played left or something. Yeah. No, the person that played... He played left sometimes. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. He played, he played left. Victor yeah. Moses played right. Yeah. I'll so, put, just as we And before... As we quit, as we quit, for me, yeah, that's it. Okay, that's a difficult uh, one. That's, that was a good one. That's a difficult one, right, right off the cuff. Yeah. Special, <laughs> special shout out to my guy Pogba. Special shout out to okay, you know, Ayo, right no, no, before no. we go, no. <laughs> Ayo, right before you go, we have run out of answer time. Answer the same question we'll run out of without time. mentioning the same place. We have run out of time, <laughs> we have run out of time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good job, good job, good job. Uh, yeah, I mean, thanks for coming on once again. It's always good to have you. And to everybody else, um, happy holidays, happy new year, stay safe, enjoy time with your families. Uh, yeah, I mean, any words for the people to end the year Mm-mm. and the decade? Merry Christmas to everybody. Special shout out to Bucci, we miss you. Uh, special shout out to everybody out there. Uh, share, share, share. Where are we? We're on Spotify? Yeah. Yes, so listen, let us know where we are. So share, like, Send us your comments. If there's anything you want us to talk about, let us know. We'll talk about it. If you have any questions, Ayo will let you know where to reach us. And then we will love your questions, football questions. It don't have to be about this in EPL alone. Correct. It can be about this in any league around the world. And then, and then listen, we'll get back with you with the right answers. Okay. Yeah. So let me do my, my quick house check so connect us on social media you can find our podcast the footy fantasy one word the footy fantasy podcast on spotify itunes um 
You can check us out on Twitter. It's Footy, F-O-O-T-I-E, A-D Fantasy on Twitter. On Facebook, Footy Fantasy. On Instagram, it's Fantasy Footy. Um, check us out. Check out, check out. check out our YouTube channel. It's Footy Fantasy. We also have a website, footyfantasy.com. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you, guys. Thank you.